The Pacecast from Pace Communications, hosted by Anita Pace and very special guests. It was that moment of inspiration where my father's uh, strapline was infamous saying was work hard and play hard. To just do things in the right way, be a good human being, be a good person, work hard, you know, good things will happen. The same day it was announced, three people resigned. It was quite a ruthless environment to be in. There's opportunities everywhere. What can we do today? You can get up early and achieve so much in a day and think at the end of the day, blimey, we did loads today. Happy New Year and a very warm welcome to our first Pacecast of 2023. Unbelievably, this Pacecast is now two years old. And during that time, it's evolved as we've tried new formats and taken on board feedback from you, our listeners. So I'm excited to say that as part of this evolution, hopefully you can tell that we're now investing in a proper studio format rather than recording on our laptop in our meeting room every month. So based on some recent feedback, we've also reintroduced our guest segment. So this season, we're going to be featuring our clients, the people who we have the pleasure of working with every day. And a little twist, we're going to be asking our clients to bring in an item to talk about. We're going to be asking them to bring items in that basically are meaningful to them. So we're looking forward to seeing some wonderful bits and bobs. And all we ask is that it's something that is meaningful and represents their what we're calling spark moment, the time when they realised they were doing what they really wanted to do with their careers. So I'm very excited today to introduce our first guest of 2023, and that's Tony Prescott, the Managing Director of local haulage company GTS. Hi, Anita. Thanks very much for inviting me to join this podcast. You're very welcome to be here. So I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions about who you are and what makes you tick so we get to know Tony um, much better. But before I do that, why don't you just summarise and tell our listeners briefly who GTS is? Okay, so GTS... We're actually a a logistics company, so we're providing four key services. Firstly, green transport solutions, where we transport goods mainly from Italy to the UK using trains and intermodal transport. We have our own in-house customs clearance agency, which we're developing. We have our supply chain management part of the business. And then finally, we have our trucking with our our own uh, drivers uh, and trucks. And I think the good thing about GTS is that you're... um a local success story that's perhaps been under the radar to some degree. Uh, um, So we're very excited to have you as one of our clients who um, you've come across from, we recently merged with another agency called Blab and you were one of Blab's clients, but we're delighted to have you as part of the Pace client roster now. We're very excited about working with you going forward. So thanks again for coming in today and having a chat. Pleasure. So as I said at the intro, we've asked our clients to bring in a special item Um, which is meaningful to them. So without further ado, Tony, what have you brought in for us today? Okay, Anita, my my item, it's actually a photograph. So it's actually a photograph of my parents who actually aren't with us anymore. Um, They are in spirit. Um, But the reason that I brought this item in, uh, not just to be sentimental because obviously I, you know, love my parents, it's really the point where I had a spark moment in my sort of career where I'd been sort of a, a you know, a, an account manager, a sales manager and come up through the ranks. And uh, I suddenly got the op- the option, uh, the offer, if you like, to be a commercial director in, 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 in the company. And I was looking at this very photograph at the time thinking, what do I do? Do I, do I accept this job or do I feel ready for it? And it took me about... 10 seconds to think and I looked in 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 this photograph and uh 
uh, said, yes, I'm going to take it. So I accepted the job, um, took on the role, then told my wife afterwards. Uh, afterwards. <laughs> uh, because obviously it had implications, you know, career-wise. So, you know, this this photograph's very special to me, uh, not just because it's my parents, but because it, it was that moment of inspiration where um they've sort of you know instilled a lot of values in me and uh, an inspiration in me and what sort of values have you learned from your parents then well it it was basically to do the right thing um you know integrity work hard uh, my 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 father's uh, strap line was infamous saying was work hard and play hard mm. that was he just used to say that to me all the time and um yeah it was it was to to just do things in the right way be a good human being be a good person work hard um and things will you know good things will happen um treat people as you want to be treated uh, and and so on and i've always had that sort of mindset um and you know i was i was lucky in terms of just having this positive approach yeah. to life in general which you know every morning i wake up and i and i feel positive um and i think a lot of that comes from my sort of upbringing from my, from my parents so when was that roughly i'm just trying to plot your career so that pivotal moment when you looked at that photograph and you you recognized this was a huge opportunity and you were going to say yes to this new this new role just dial back a bit just tell us you know a bit about your your background and how you got to that point yeah so um, i i i went to sort of local grammar school did my uh did my normal you know o levels a levels that back in the day um then went to leicester uni did an economics degree I had no idea what I wanted to do at all. Fell into a sort of management trainee scheme with P&O, which was sort of a large logistics company. Had various placements with them, um, different places in the country, Middlesbrough, Warrington, London, Dover. Next step was France, you know, sort of going further south. And really, I just got caught with the bug, the logistics bug. I found this excitement of seeing all the containers at the port, you know, uh, I was fascinated by it. And since then, uh, I've, I've always been in logistics, apart from a brief um, sort of couple of years with, a, with a, a different company, which I can tell you about a bit later. But um, mostly that was logistics. So um, I, I went to, to uni in eight, I left uni in 85 um, and then worked for two or three companies and then really um, got the opportunity in about 2011, uh, so, sorry, 2008, um, uh, uh, where I, I suddenly had the opportunity to become a commercial director of what was then a hundred million pound company. Right. So it was a big step up for me um taking on quite a large team and the day it was announced i was actually part of the commercial team so i was sort of you know being promoted the same day it was announced three people resigned um <laughs> who, were, the the who were part of my team uh <laughs> yeah um because they wanted the job right. uh so it was quite a ruthless uh, tough environment to be in because you know our industry is quite um, you know it's quite a tough industry to you have to be resilient to, to survive in it um, and you know again that taught me uh, just coming back to my uh, my upbringing that 
you know you don't give up and uh, you have to be resilient and uh, and believe in yourself and I certainly did believe in myself and uh, had a steep learning curve but yeah that that was a sort of that was a spark moment to my whole career really where I realized yeah why not I can do it I'm as good as anybody else um yes I can learn new skills um and again I've had the mentality to to carry on learning even now every day I'm learning so you know, and it's clearly mentality. worked because it's led you to where you are now Absolutely. which is a GTS Absolutely. so yes. Yes. yes I think you made the right decision when you looked at that photograph so tell us a bit how, how did you go from there then to GTS tell us about that journey so this was very interesting because um the company I'd been with was a, a large um intermodal company and I, I had this European role and it became a PLC and that business was had a venture capital company which um, actually wanted to exit and sell the business. Um, so again, you know, a bit of resilience needed because the the company sort of reduced its its headcount, and then finally, me and a couple of other directors had to leave the business because they were trying to reduce the overheads, you know, to sell the company. Um, so. Um, yeah, I, I at the time was sort of quite distraught because suddenly, you know, I'm, I'm one of these guys, I'm totally committed. If I'm either in or I'm out. And if and I was certainly very much into that that company. So I had to reset and um, came across um, a tweet um, by a, an Italian family business based in the south of Italy in Bari. They were looking for somebody in the UK uh, or the Benelux to set a, a company up with them. Um, and they put this out on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the power of social media. Yeah. I mean, if, if ever there was to be a, a lesson. So, yeah. So it was actually an old colleague of mine who was based in Spain who who, who told me about this tweet. And I, I got in touch with the owner of this business went down to Bari um, in my sort of best suit and tie, uh, had a meeting with 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 Alessio, who's the owner of this this family business. Who spoke First, perfect English, one would assume. <laughs> he he luckily he spoke perfect perfect English. First thing he said to me was, um, take your tie off. We don't have ties here. Uh, you know, you're not going coming to a wedding, <laughs> you know. So their their culture was obviously south of Italy, very different. Yeah. Um, and did that appeal to you at the time? Was that something that you related to? It did. I, I very much related to that. Mm -hmm. And and it, again, it's small things. They had this little video of their business at the time, which was a little train, which was actually it's like a little model train, and it was it was filmed going round the office onto different maps of different countries, and it was a silly thing, but. It's all I've never never forget it, um, and again it captured my imagination of, you know, green transport roads road um, transport moving to rail, and they had their own rail company. So yeah, one thing led to another. Um, we had a discussion. Uh, I I said you know what's what's the salary? What's the the financial? We had to get on to what are the financial arrangements? Oh, there's no salary. There's no, we're not going to pay you for this. So what, you know? So, um, no, the idea was we create a company um, and obviously I can create this company partly using their brand or their, you know, their assets, yeah. partly developing my own 
brand and assets. Um, but obviously the the incentive for me was to be a shareholder and and develop that business and take it and lead it and take it where I I wanted to take it. So this so just so, so I've got this right there. So you yeah. you were in a comfortable secure job as a commercial director in a PLC and then yes. you had this opportunity to walk away from all that and all that safety and security Absolutely. and go and set up essentially a new company as your own although with the backing of the Italian yes. parent maybe. Yes. Um no salary, but if you make a success of it, then you'll be rewarded. Absolutely, it was a big, you know, it was a big opportunity for me. And where was the PLC? But where were you working out of, or where were you based for that role? Well, they their head office was actually in Hull. Oh, okay. Uh, but they were a, a global business, so they had a big office in Rotterdam, where I, I spent two years working in Rotterdam, right. um, and they had responsibility for, you know, the European business, uh, and then part partly the global business on. So just again, just to get some context yeah. here. So, you, so you've got this opportunity that's been presented to you. Please tell me you did go and discuss it with your wife, this one. I did. Right. I certainly <laughs> did. I certainly did. No, 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 no. And, um, you know, we, 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 we looked at it and um, uh, basically I, I started working from home. Uh, so, you know, we, 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 dis- we discussed the sort of uh, how, we, how we were going to do it. So I started working from home and I was back to square one. Family situation, children at this stage? Yeah, two children, uh, one at university. Okay. So again, financially, you know, a bit of a risk. Um, but um, yeah, uh, two, two, diff- two girls, both very different. Um, one at university, um, uh, who's now a, a lecturer um, in sports rehab at at Salford and and one who's actually now working with our business uh so I'll come in come on to that a little bit later as well but um so yeah I'd gone from this sort of commercial director role in a large company to yeah sat at a desk with a phone and um you know my wife would would keep an eye on things you know how we doing are we getting any business yet are we what are we doing you know three months went by and a lot of groundwork, a lot of hard blood, sweat, and tears. Um, very little new new business. And were um, you getting pressure from? Sorry, what was his name? Alessio. Uh, were you yeah, were you getting yeah. pressure from him as to where where's where are the customers? Where's the revenue? No, no, because um, you know I I I I put myself under pressure. Uh, that's my. Uh, no one will put more pressure on me than I will. Basically. <laughs> um, and that's my my mentality. I will I will control that um, because I've you know I've learned certain things over the years to deal with stress and deal with uh, you know how I can be more effective. Um, no, I mean to be blunt, there was no problem for him because really the risk was all mine in a, in a way, but the risk was also his because you know he was putting his trust in me um if you like to, to to develop so no he and he knew i was doing all the right things and i was communicating every week this is what i'm doing this is where we are you know so communication was key okay, yeah. really key and I, i've learned that that that's really important in life and and, and in in business so three months in no customers then what happened then what happened finally we got some business and it started and um 
it, it gradually increased and we did a good job and I, you know, I, I looked after it really well. And again, I learned some lessons there that, you know, it's, it's sometimes easy to get customers, but easy to lose them as well if you don't look after them properly. Um, so I, I, you know, cultivated those, those customers and gradually, I actually said to my wife, how long do we give this? Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's okay getting a little bit of business, but it needed to be, you know, you know a real uh, viable uh, business. So, um, yeah, so we, first six months went by and we, we then saw the light. We, we then formed the, the limited company, um, GTS UK. Uh, so that was born in January 15, um, that, that, that was, was born. Um, and then, um, yeah, we developed it from there. Uh, one thing went to another, um, we took a small office, um, which again was a cost, bit of a risk. And then, I then took a lady on to work with me because I realized if we I can't do all this on my own. So that was the first step to bring one person in and work with me. So I I would be out on the road. I'd be seeing customers. I'd be trying to get the business in, but I'd also be uh, trying to lay the foundations for a, creating a business. So, what was your vision when you said yes to Alessio and you said, "Yeah, I'm going to do this"? You must have had a vision as to what you wanted GTS UK to look like. What was that vision? Yeah, I did. I I, I saw this vision that um, there's a big need for green transport solutions and i saw that you know i've got all this experience of uh, and technical knowledge of how to help companies with that um so i thought i can create a company here with their assets because again they were you know a very much italian company not really known outside of italy um so i thought we can really take this and create something very big um and i can you know, I can develop a business partly with that, but partly with other services that I, you know, thought that I can create for independently. So we we started off whereby, um, you know, the first couple of years, it was really heavily reliant on just getting the business for for them. And then really the income was, was from, from that. Uh, now, probably 90% of the income of GTS UK is, is not from that uh, stream. It's from streams that we've developed here uh, with, with the team ourselves, which I'm, you know, I'm very pleased about. So we're, we're actually an independent company now, not relying on GTS Italy at all. If, that, if they went out of business tomorrow, we would still have a very robust business yeah. here. Yeah. You know, which was my vision that I didn't want it to be sort of just relying on them. I wanted it to be a standalone business in its own right that we could create. So talk to me about what GTS looks like today then in terms of size and your success. Yeah, so um, we have 160 customers. We have turnover this year of approaching 5 million. We have got about 12 million of business that we pass to GTS Italy and they invoice to customers for the, you know, the green trans for, for the, uh, the intermodal on their, their, their trains. We have uh, 11 people. Uh, we're growing. We have eight drivers as well. Uh, so we have eight. We have our own trucks and trailers. So it's um, 11 plus eight then. So it's 11 plus yeah. eight. Yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, and we, we, we have a very committed team, um, all, all different people. Uh, and you work with some really household clients, don't you? You've got some great clients. We do. We, we have um, Aldi is our, is our largest client. Um, we also have a client called Gist who have just been bought by Marks and Spencers. So they're going to hopefully become Marks and Spencers sort of in-house, you know, develop develop business with them. So that's another big opportunity for us. But, you know, again, within this 160 customers, um, there's a lot of companies where we can grow Mm. a lot. So we're just looking at how we can cultivate better the relationships and build on, you know, what we've achieved so far. And in terms of challenges, how are you finding the current climate? Obviously, the cost of fuel and everything else that's escalating. How how's life at GTS from a commercial point of view? Yeah, so from from a commercial point of view, fuel, yes, that's a really big challenge for us. Um, and again, like everything in in business, there's you know there's challenges where you need to attack them head on and deal with them and come up with a solution. Um, so what we're trying to do is do more of what we do well and is is solid and makes good margin and uh, in fact do less of you know where we where we're running into 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 issues so um we've 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 basically had to have some difficult commercial discussions with customers um but again if that's done in the right way you know it, you know, we've got clear values we've developed in the business, um, which, um, you know, we we care, we deliver, we delight, we, we want to be genuine. Um, and I think you can tell, I've, I've not known you that long, yes. um, but in the brief time I've known you, I think I can see those values that are very authentic in you. And I think as a, as a business owner, a business leader, if you're practicing what you preach, and they can see that in your personality, then that makes it a lot easier yes. for everyone else. But that's filtered through the organisation. Yes. So the values yes. are very authentic and they're not just a word on a wall. Absolutely. And I think this is where I learned the value of proper branding, um, where, you know, the first few years we tried to develop the business without any branding, without any professional help in this area. Um and at the end, I'm not a marketing expert, you know. Um, I I have my knowledge sort of skill set, but you know what I was trying to do was build a business where we've got all the building blocks in place. So we've got, um, you know, the right the right sort of value, the right offer, if you like, that we know what are we going to provide and where are we going to provide it. So we're not just going off all over the place. Um, We've then got the right structure in place, so we've got the right, um, you know, finance expertise, quality expertise. So we've got all of our quality ISO certificates now. So we've put, you know, got all those in place. But the one thing missing was branding, where, like probably a lot of businesses, I thought I could do it pretty much myself, and you know, <laughs> it would all be great. Um, and I very quickly realised, and this was a year ago, that um, for us, that's been the the real game changer with our business, the branding. Um, and that's why I'm so excited going forward to develop uh, with Pace, yeah. because it honestly, it, it, rather than, you know, it's a classic where it's, you know, you can see it as a cost, but it's not a cost. It's 
it's just an investment really in further in growth and, and your whole company absolutely. and perception is reality at the end of the day um and you know how do we communicate because we know we're good we know what we stand for we know the people we've got you know that i'm so proud of but nobody else does yeah. so our job is to work with you to get that message out exactly to the yeah. right people at the right time which yeah yeah very much looking forward to and excited yeah. about i think there's so much more we could be doing so um yeah very excited about the year ahead and what we're going to do with you guys so gts based in hull like ourselves pace um let's be honest there is a bit of stigma attached to being in hull sometimes certainly when you talk trying to attract um national brands from our point of view and clients for yourself so hull is it have you found that as um something that's caused any issues it's a challenge or has it have you embraced the factor in hull and you see that as an opportunity no fully embraced i mean i'm actually from the northwest of, of the uk originally um been in hull for the last 25 years my wife's sort of family are from this from from hull um hull and immingham is the largest port in the uk which a lot of people don't realize uh, and the future here is absolutely unbelievable there's a lot of investment it's becoming a free port uh, so from a logistics point of view, the university has a very strong logistics uh, department. So um, a lot of good logistics companies based in this area. So my, my you know, I see a lot of um, uh, opportunity to really develop Hull, not just nationally, but globally mm, as, yeah. a, as a key uh, centre in, in the UK uh, economy. It's, it sounds like um, it's the perfect place for GTS. It's perfect. And and for us, you know, to work with other local companies, I mean, that that's special. Mm. That's where the personal connection comes in. And I think that's uh, what the local business community is good at. We like to um, share the love locally. So yes, we, we all yes. work with each other as much as possible because we're all in this together. And I think, yes. I think you hit the nail on the head there when you talked about opportunity because I firmly believe that Hull has so much, Hull and the Humber region generally, has so much to offer and like I said, there is a certain stigma, and certainly in the past there's been a stigma attached to it, and we're trying so hard to try and change perceptions. So the more successful businesses we can um, highlight that are based in Hull, the yes. better it is for everyone. It's better for Absolutely. us all here. Um, and hopefully it will help attract talent. We have some great homegrown talent in the area, but we need more. Um, so we need to attract more talent into the area as well. Absolutely. No, and, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to be based in Hull and, and to promote that um in everything we do yeah. i think it's a a strength that uh actually nobody else has so we we have it here yeah. and and we can use that as, well, a, as a real strength. Our global empires and, and always have our hq in hull absolutely you it's heard it here first people. it's a deal <laughs> <laughs> so just getting back to as a, as a business owner a business leader it can be quite challenging it can be quite lonely at the top and it is a if it's a, if your life's anything like mine it's a bit of a roller coaster ride so Tell me, what, what do you really love about being the Managing Director of GTS UK? I love the fact that um, I have the responsibility. You know, I embrace that uh, because on the one hand, it's pressure. But on the other hand, the, you know, the, the reward I feel from that, from building a team. And yes, I feel responsible for every, every one of our team. The reward from us all succeeding together, you know, I always, I always say it's like a football team, you know, at the end of the day, if you're all trying hard and won't give up ever, 
and are prepared to you know change tactics when you need to and so on um and are thinking about what you you're doing it's very hard to to fail at the end of the day uh so you know for me it's about facilitating you know i get a lot of pleasure from developing other people's careers now um where i can try and develop them uh to to you know the team to they always say surround yourself with great people and that's the way i i feel about it so you know i'm trying to develop the team i'm thinking ahead in terms of succession and the business how it can live on forever but as i say every morning i wake up and i just think you know, i saw this sales video once of this guy walking through a town center a salesman and there were 20 pound notes it's just a little sales video 20 pound notes just hidden or not even hidden just you know on window ledge on the floor near a lamppost and this guy walked past everyone he didn't see any of them where actually there's opportunities everywhere yeah. if you just have your eyes open yeah. and so i think that every day right what what can we do today well we can either waste it or have an easy day and, i love that yeah. you know you can you can waste it but if you think about your life without getting too sort of deep into it you know, it's like anything, you can get up early and achieve so much in a day and think at the end of the day, blimey, how, we did loads today. Or you can just idle a day away and coast through it and waste it. Waste it yeah. yeah. And to me, to waste a day just in your life, whether it's working or whether it's having fun, because, but you know, again, work hard, play hard. That's the thing, you know. That's what your dad said. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. you want to do that's both. That's his mantra. But don't waste it. I love uh, that positivity. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately, I don't think it, everyone has a similar mindset. It'd be great if everyone felt like that. Um, yeah. So going back to, you said, interestingly there, you made a point about, you know, um, wanting the company to continue beyond Tony. Yes. Um, yeah. that's, so what is the dream? What is your long-term vision for GTS? So the long-term vision, um, you know, we have a, we have a business plan with financials where you know it's very easy to say yeah okay i want to take it from a five million to a 20 million company or whatever but to me it's not really about the numbers it's about um building a secure company that's really solid where um you know for obviously to to to, to grow the team and and, and provide a, a wider sort of employment for a team but um to, to have a business that's just really solid i mean we, we always look now about what can knock us off course you know mm. it's one of the things that as, as the business leader i worry about and and try and make sure i've got all the bases covered whether it's insurance or if there's an accident or there's a global pandemic you know uh, or a finite, yeah <laughs> or if one of our customers doesn't pay us or you know um so you know, A, you want it to be robust so that one one thing can't suddenly knock the whole business off course. So I want it to be really solid. So customs clearance, for example, is is a more technical service that we could really grow. So that's an area we want to really grow. So I want us to be known as a premium customs clearance agency in the UK. So, okay, I don't want it to be lost in the other services that we offer. So you know, we could actually create a business where we did nothing else apart from customs clearance and, and, and develop a really nice business out of that. So that's an area I want to really grow. And do you think that might happen? You might refocus if you think that's where the, the opportunity is? 
it will yes it will it will definitely um we want to refocus on that i mean it's part of our plan but i think you know the, the intermodal side of it is going to grow because you know we've all seen the co2 targets that if the world doesn't hit we're going to have a problem and you know we think back to when we had 40 degree temperatures in the uk for two days mm. well you know in italy in bari it's it's been over 40 for weeks and it's really serious you know and they will tell you they're used to hot weather they can't sleep at night you know it's uncomfortable so imagine another two or three degrees what the effect that has on so we're lucky that the services we offer can help that because co2 you know our intermodal reduces co2 by 75 percent which is a hell of a lot and And you that's know, a key a key strength of GTS, isn't it? That's the message that we need to keep getting out there absolutely. in terms of your credentials and the green. Absolutely. Space. So it's it's to it's to contribute to that, you know, that green agenda, if yeah. you like. That um, I want our company to be one that is really adding value to that, which you know that that will always be. Um, in de- in demand if you like yeah and you can see that as i said earlier when i was I'm, I'm getting to know you more it's it's part of your dna i mean you're you're always true to that in everything you do which is is what's so refreshing and exciting for us as an agency to have work with clients like you because it's something we believe in too so yes, yes. very excited about the future Absolutely. so i'm just want to i'm just conscious of time so i just want to kind of close so um, just thinking back to that photograph of your your mum and dad, you do you do look like your dad in that photograph. Um, <laughs> looking back to that photograph, so if they're they're looking down on a, of you now and looking at your success and all the achieved yes. with GTS, what do you think they'd be thinking? I think they'd be very proud. I think they'd be proud that I've gone for it, you know, and that I've stayed true to to always try and do the right thing. And when you you know you always have difficult things in business where you have a really difficult discussion you've got to have you know I've had to let a couple of people go in our business because they don't have the right they they didn't have the right values in the end so I had to make difficult decisions but I was doing what was right for the for the future um same with some some customer relationships where you know at the end of the day if a customer's not prepared to be fair you have to walk away it's not easy but um so you know it was it's not to shy away from things just because sometimes they're, they're a bit difficult because it's easy sometimes to just avoid that and you know we all like the nice part of it but there's some parts of it which are not so pleasurable on but You're right, you can't you've got to off. do them you've you know them, yeah right? so so i think there'd be you know just proud that uh, and i often you know even now i always think you know um they'd be proud of me doing this i wish they could see me doing this and you know even now doing this that they'd be absolutely so proud which gives me a lot of pleasure just Mm. that i'm doing the right thing and uh trying new things you know which uh, again this is this is something which is is a new um, a new channel for a you. A new channel, yeah, <laughs> which, which which is is great. So no regrets, certainly no regrets leaving the PLC and comfy comfy corporate life. Not at all. You're a true I mean, entrepreneur. <laughs> not at all. I mean, the I wish I'd done it a lot earlier. Because I think that as well. I was in corporate life for twenty odd years, and I think why didn't I do this sooner? But 
Yes, yes, that's absolutely. A, that's a message. Take away that message, people. I would say that. I mean, you know, follow your dreams, follow what you want to do. I mean, the the, the chairman of that business said to me um, that this will be the best thing you've ever done. And he's right. Yeah. And it's the best. What I'm doing now is the best thing I've ever done. It's um, so lovely to hear. It really is, yeah. honestly. I'm like a little boy, honestly. Yeah. Every day is Christmas Day. <laughs> it is. Uh, and it sounds, you know, glib. But um, even now, and, you know, to stay focused, I, I keep, I, I always look at my business plan um, to just try and keep focused on, right, what are our key aims? What am I trying to work towards? You know, what are we, what are the next steps? Um, and that keeps me focused and it just keeps me motivated as well. Well, you can really sense that you're enjoying it. It's your enthusiasm is infectious. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for no sparing time in your very busy schedule to take yeah. time out to talk to me today. So we are starting. Uh, I'm going to quote Stephen Bartlett because we are. It's clear plagiarism what we're going to do now. So for those of you that haven't come across Stephen Bartlett, he's a, as well as being a den, a dragon's den. A dragon in Dragon's Den, I'm trying to say. He also has his very successful podcast, which I think is number one permanently, which is The Diary of a CEO. And he has a, a, a thing he does at the end of each episode where he asks the guest to write down a question for the next guest. Um, so we are just blatantly going to copy that and um, adopt it for the Pacecast. So we, as you're our first guest of 2023 obviously we didn't have a guest to write a question for you but we do have a question that the team has prepared and the question is what is the most valuable lesson you've learned in business that's a great question um i've learned several things so i'll keep it brief but <laughs> <laughs> always have a plan always be resilient and believe in yourself never give up and be true to yourself don't be trying to be somebody else so do things your way. So have a plan, be resilient, be yourself and um, always be prepared to learn every day. Though I think those are the four key things that I would I would say and work hard, work it, working hard. Cre you create your own luck. It's as simple as that yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and never give up. Thank you. That's a great answer to a good question. Again, many thanks, Tony, for taking the time out today. And thank you for being our very first Pacecast guest of 2023. I hope 2023 is a super successful year for you, the best yet for GTS and for you personally. And I really look forward to um, working with you and the rest of the Pace team on your account. But thanks again for coming in. Thank you. And I'd just like to say, you know, working with Pace is, is, is fantastic. And there's so many things that... Um, we can develop together we're we're both on a journey together and uh you know we see you as part of our team and uh i think that's that's a key a key point as well so thank you very much okay that's it for this episode everybody uh, as always if you've got any questions observations or comments or indeed suggestions as who you'd like to see on the pacecast please do get in touch via our usual channels and until next month it's a goodbye from me bye bye this Pacecast was recorded and produced by Engine 7 Audio, award-winning audio production.